Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast. I am your host, Mr. Foresight. Join me on this journey of personal growth, success, and the intentional destination of unleashing our full potential. I believe that success comes down to having courage, confidence, but most important, taking charge of the future that God intended us all to have. Okay, today I have a pretty interesting topic that's really near and dear to my heart. Uh, And I hope you feel the same way. Today, we're going to talk about habits. We're going to talk about the negative habits that we have and how we transform those negative habits into positive habits so that we can reach the stratosphere. We can reach that goal that keeps evading us. That goal we just can't can't seem to get our hands on. Or when we do, we can't hold on to it. Now, this topic came about. Uh, I read a quote a few days ago, actually. And the quote read, the most effective way to change your habits is to focus not on what you want to achieve but on who you wish to become. Now, when I read that, I could, I just couldn't believe it because that is so true. And that's a, that's something that took me a couple of decades to, I can't even say I've mastered it. Let's just say I'm at the graduate level of that, but I was a, Freshman in this subject for a long time Now uh, A lot of my habits A lot of my habits that I realize And I'm starting with myself And I'll do that a lot Because I've been through a lot I've seen a lot But I am a student of life You'll hear me say that often And I I I have a belief Life is better understood backwards Like I'm I'm a, I'm a lot wiser today than I ever was, but I'm wise because I look back and I understand my life and why I'm where I am today. And I think that's the thing when people when we're going through rough times and hard times in life, a lot of times we don't understand why God is allowing these things to happen to us. And I remember a long time ago um, I, 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 I think it was a friend or someone told me, you're not, you, you, you're looking at it wrong. It's not what God is putting you through or allowing you to go through. It's who you become on the other side of that. And, and that's why I, I like the phrase life is better understood backwards. Cause when we're going through hard times, we're going through hard times, Money problems, debt, uh, um, break of bad breakups, divorce, you name it. When we, uh, uh, death. When we're going through a lot of these things, uh, it's hard to see it. It's hard to see why we're going through it at that time. And but I always tell people, just wait. It might be two months from now. It might be a year, two years, three years. I like to reflect a lot. But I guarantee one day you're going to look back on your life and you're going to say, you know what? I get it now. 
I get it. I get why I was having such a hard time in that particular situation back some years ago. Had I not went through that, that particular uh, trial and tribulation that I was going through, I would not be right here. Because you see, sometimes the things that we're going through, we're going through them because we're meant to meet somebody. Or sometimes God is pulling us away from something that is harmful to us or something that's going to cause us a lot of heartbreak when we get it. I remember this is a great story. I remember and, you know, I used to watch I used to read a lot of uh gossip magazines and different things and i you know like a lot of people i used to look at the rappers and i thought you know rappers and entertainers and actors i just thought they had the perfect life and i remember i prayed to god you know god i want to be famous i didn't ask for money i didn't ask for anything i wanted to be famous now i'm tie that back to my childhood <clears throat> you see when i was a child i was ignored in school um I was basically called a nerd. I was a scrawny little kid that didn't get any attention. Only had like one friend. So I connect the dots now. I look back on that time and I say, oh, so that's where it came from. That's where my need to feel recognized came from. Well, what happened is I didn't, of course, I didn't get the Well, I did. I got a little bit of the fame, but I look back and I look at the habits that I had in certain periods in my life, whether that be uh, chasing too many women or things of that nature or uh, just, yeah, mainly women. That was my problem. Um, Not being able to focus, just chasing a bunch of women. But that was a bad habit. And I often think back to that and I say, oh, my God, I'm so glad. So, you know, God is glorious because He didn't give me basically what I wanted. He didn't. Because if he gave me fame and I look back on it, I would have destroyed myself. I probably wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. So I'm grateful to God for that, for not giving me that. But even, you know, I look at that even then. What do they say? Uh, Faith without works is dead. I was just praying for it. I wasn't working for it. But what I did do, being that scrawny little kid. I had a self-image problem. So what did I do? I started doing push-ups. This is before the military. I'm doing push-ups, um, um, jogging down the <laughs> down the worst neighborhoods. Uh, I'm doing all of these different things just to try to get to a point where I could take my shirt off and play basketball with all of the people in the neighborhood and have the girls uh hooping i mean have the girls in the hoochie mamas out there screaming um because my body looked a certain way rather than being rather being told put your bird back in this cage because <laughs> i had a bird chest so these are the things i did I continued to work at it and work at it and work at it. And then I I built myself a pretty nice physique. I didn't do that because I just, I had a reason. And this one, and I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. I had a reason. My goal was not to get picked on anymore, not to be called a nerd, uh, to be noticed by girls and all of that. These was my, they were selfish things, but that 
was my and this is going to lead me into the next thing that was my uh that was my mount everest i felt like if i achieved the perfect physique then all of my problems would go away or was i wrong but anyway that's what i did and with that came the women a lot of the stuff came with it that i that i overindulged in and so i look at that and i say wow i'm glad the fame didn't come with that because i would have destroyed myself now but that takes me back to something else because it goes back to um goals you ever want to um like there's a there's something called traditional habit changing and we all do it and some of you do it and don't even realize you're doing it you don't want to see what traditional habit change is and why it doesn't work all you have to do is go to any gym in the world on new year's day now you do that you go to the gym everybody's seen it it's super crowded hard to get a hard to get a uh, parking spot hell it's hard to get through the door because there's so many people in here with these uh mount everest of goals of getting that sexy body for summer now that's their goal they just want to and most people in there they oh i'm gonna lose weight i'm about to be the best self i can be and that's it they have no real reason for wanting to do it other than new year new you and that never works and you can always tell 30 days later or 60 days later when you go to the gym and no one's in there or you can park right up front it happens all the time and you know it's not to say something bad about those people it's just that they've been taught wrong if you ever want to if you want to change something and that's why that quote spoke spoke to me just it, it was like god speaking down to me so and that goes and now i'm, I'm taking somewhere else or somewhere else you you know everybody wants to be successful in life whether that is a better paying high paying job better job a job that you can wake up and you can't wait to get to or rather be trying to uh, get a higher education all of this and we've been taught wrong we've been taught like we've been taught old methods such as set a goal write it down and then work toward that goal okay what about when you don't achieve that goal you don't get to that goal no one really talks about that well yes they do they say just get up try again now that really doesn't work now the way the way i'm gonna tell you is looking back on my life i would say what i did was considered an identity-based approach i didn't really focus on what i wanted i focused on just becoming a whole new me just a whole new person i didn't like who i saw staring back at me in the mirror i didn't like it because it it to me because of the things i went through as a child 
it represented weakness, scrawny, uh, someone that people just walk over or work, walk all over. And I didn't like that person. I did not like that person one bit. Actually, I detested that person. I did not like myself. So what did I do? I set out and I said, I want to change that. I want to get to a point where my confidence is so strong that when I walk by any mirror, I stop and I look at myself and I say, yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. And that's who I set out to become. And it happened. And it's crazy. It happened. When that happened, so much in my life changed. But guess what? Um, I still felt empty. But I didn't know I felt empty at the time because, you know, young guy, early, like real early in my um, 20s. And I'm just having the time of my life. You know, I'm partying. I'm going out drinking with friends and uh, just having a ball, going to the gym. You know, going out, trying to see who could get the most girls. But again, I was still living an empty life. But I felt good about myself. I felt good about myself. So looking back, that was just a part. That was just a smaller part in my history that I needed more than anything. Because again, everybody needs self-confidence. If you don't have self-confidence, that's the problem with a lot of people now. The reason they can't reach a, their goals is because they don't think that they can. Or they don't think that they're worthy of reaching that particular goal or having a successful job. They have a self-talk that talks themselves out of things before they even get it. And I'm, I'm, I really truly believe, like the Bible says, out your mouth comes blessings and curses. That red phlegm in your mouth, that tongue, the tongue is deadly. It is deadly. It will your your brain will believe anything that your mouth tells it or your conscience. And that's the that's the habit we got to get out of. And I'm going to show you how to do that. I'm going to give you guys some tips on that. And at least what worked for me. OK, now back to that self uh, that that approach that we need to take the whole identity based approach. I'm going to use. Since we're on the gym topic, I'm going to use that rather than going to the gym on New Year's Day with every other person in the world um, and saying, yep, I'm going to the gym. New Year, new me. First, I, I think the best way to take anything is ask yourself truly, why do you want it? Like I gave you my reason and my reason was so ingrained in me from a kid that I couldn't help but achieve it. So rather than saying I'm just going to the gym and I'm just going to uh, I'm going to get the best shape of my life. Ask yourself, why do you want to be in the best shape of your life? I could give you some great reasons because maybe you're high. You got high blood pressure or maybe you got high cholesterol. Or, you know, you have all these you're tired of being winded when you walk short distances and now you say, OK, that's a reason to want to be here. I want to be here so I can just get a couple more days with my my family or a couple more years with my family. Now, those are some things that your 
your conscious and your mind starts to accept. Now you've given me a reason. Listen, you've given me a reason. I mean, if somebody came to you and they said, hey, um, do me a favor. And you said what? And they say, uh, I need you to go to this address. And when you get there, let me know. Aren't you going to ask them why? Why am I going to that address? What's so important about that address? You know, it's a lot of questions going to come with that. So I think we have to do that with ourselves as well. Actually, I know these are the things we need to do with ourselves, do to ourselves as well. Because if you've been trained a certain way or done things a certain way your entire life, you're going to have to work to undo all of that. And a lot of it comes from the how we were raised how we were raised can either make or break you and i hate to say break you but it can break you or it can stunt your growth as a person when you become an adult if you don't work to undo it and the first thing we have to do is realize some of the stuff we was taught as kids or as even adults just wasn't good for us it was not good for our psyches and for our self-conscious and just for our identity. So we have to just be honest with ourselves. What were you taught as a kid? Like me, for instance, it's a lot of things. I was taught superstitious stuff growing up in a black family and my grandmother being Southern. I was taught a lot of superstitious things. But again, and, and you hear me, I'll talk about my past all the time because I'm proud of it. I came up poverty poor and i am glad that i did i am so glad that i did because it taught me a lot and it made me hungry it made me hungry for success and hungry to not have to come up not have to live like that my entire life so i am blessed that i was dealt a certain um deck of cards or a hand i'm blessed that i was given that opportunity to change it because it's so much sweeter now when i look back my life not perfect by a long shot but i'm <clears throat> i feel like i'm in a really good space in my life and i i want everyone who's listening to this to do the same and and i promise you if you stick with me uh you will get there you, I promise you, just stick with me. Listen to the things I tell you because I'm coming. I'm telling you for what works. This works. It really works. Okay, so let's go back. So and then again, that takes us into the power of self-image. Our self-image is so important. It is so important. A lot of us had our self-image just destroyed as children like mine my, my self-image was obliterated when i was a child and it was done in school i grew up you know in a in a bad area and it was kind of one of them places where you know the weak get eaten and i wasn't that strong mentally i wasn't that strong i'm not talking about strength or anything just mentally i was not that strong i wasn't and it showed and I carried that with me for a long time up into adult. As I become, became an adult, I still had that on me. 
So, you know, and I and that's my question to you guys out there. What are you what are you still battling with from childhood? Well, it doesn't even have to be childhood. It can be something somebody said to you at work. It could be something somebody said something to you at one point in your life that made you feel worthless. Or or it you didn't even have to feel worthless. You probably felt like you you doubt who put doubt in your head that's what it's about who put doubt on you and i feel like people who put doubt on you they might as well be opening a spell book and putting a curse on you they really should and the people who do that a lot of times they they have their own self-identity and image problems and they get their strength from putting others down you just have to realize that when someone says something negative to you you know i always ask who's the messenger who who's saying this to me why you're saying it for one and i can tell you right now um i'm a long ways from that person it's nothing no one can say to me now that makes me doubt where i'm supposed to be in this world and my place in this world and my goals that I am going to set out for. And I have to give all of that to Jesus Christ for keeping me here, for um, putting me in situations that stretched me, that putting me in a situation that really tested me where I really was like, oh man, I want to quit. But I don't because anything that scares me I've learned from my past to run out and do it that much faster, whether it be public speaking or whatever. I am going to run toward it because let me tell you something. Our mind, and I say this a lot, your mind is the greatest fiction writer it is. And what I mean by that, take any situation you've been in any situation where you felt like you was about to get some bad news or you knew some bad news was coming your mind will or something that you was just scared to do rather take that next step maybe it be public speaking maybe it's to go out and get you know go for that job that you've had your eye on but you don't think you qualify for or maybe it's going, you know, walking across the restaurant and talking to that guy or that girl because you feel like that person is going to be your that person is meant to be with you or you're meant to be with that person. Your mind, your mind will tell you every possible way that that situation is not going to work out. It will. It will. And have you ever noticed every bad thing or bad thing that your mind has wrote this script? You ever notice it never plays out like that? It's never quite as bad as your mind tells you it's going to be. It's not. And that a lot of that comes from what we take in every day. I find it very and, and and all of this goes back to our habits because this molds us. This is how we get molded into the people we are today. I learned a long time ago that if you are around a lot of negative people, I don't care if you're the strongest person in the world, 
you can be super strong but if your surroundings brings in nothing but negativity guess what it's gonna get you because i i like to feel like i am i'm super positive the glass is always full with me but i notice if i'm around a bunch of negativity on a daily basis it starts to seep into my psyche so i have to remove either those people away from my life or i need to remove whether that has been jobs in the past or and you just have to know you we all know like you ever had the the the, the um energy just sucked out the room when somebody enters or when your phone ring and you look at this person, you see them see this person calling, you're just like, God. And you suddenly they just suck the 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 positivity out the room. They they walk in the room and you like, oh, here we go. I can't I can't deal with those type of people in my life. I can't. Because they are the folks who stunt your growth. They do that. It's them. They stunt your growth. You can have the all the plans in the world, but if you have somebody constantly, oh, that won't work. That won't work because have you ever thought about what if, what if, uh, what if they don't? They tell you they don't need you. What if you apply and they, oh, you don't have enough education for that job? Yeah, I know you. You've done it in the past, but look, look, read right there. It says you need a PhD. We all have those type of people in our lives. We do. And that's what stunts. They're like anchors, anchors on you on this weighing you down, and it affects your self image. So I, I'm a stickler for I have I'm I'm selfish with my time, and I say anybody who's trying to transform their life and transform their habits, you need to become selfish with your time. I'm extremely selfish with my time. I it's sometimes. I won't even answer my phone. Sometimes I, I have to go away and recharge. And that's the problem with a lot of people today is no one takes time to recharge. We're so used to giving and giving of ourselves and our time. So generous to everyone around us and everyone who needs us in every phone conversation. And this person knock on the door and that person knock on the door. And the only thing we have time to do is go to sleep and start all over again tomorrow. I cannot. That's not me. And the older that I get, I'm even more selfish with my time. And I don't apologize for that because I'm on a mission. I feel like I'm on a mission and I actually know I'm on a mission from God. And I don't have that much time in a day to spend listening to negativity. I don't. And I would hope that you do, too. I would hope uh, this will make you. Just be intentional with your time. Be selfish. I don't care if you got 20 minutes. Go sit Go sit in the corner and just meditate. I like to reflect personally. I'm not into meditation. I reflect. And maybe that's a, maybe that's a um, form of meditation, but I love to reflect. I reflect. My whole reasoning for reflecting is I've come a long way. I've been through a lot of situations. God has been good to me. He spanked me too. My entire life he spanked me because I'm hard-headed. I'm super hard-headed. Um, but I like to reflect and I think back. I always think back on 
situations that God pulled me through. And I said, wow. Well, sometimes and sometimes you you have to enjoy your accomplishments. And what I call enjoying accomplishments, no matter how small they are, sometimes you got to sit back and say, wow, I did that. Or wow, I was homeless, you know, for people who've made it. Enjoy your small victories. It's people who was homeless one day and now they're in a small apartment. But guess what? They're doing it. They're doing it. They are paying their bills. They're off the street. Everyone comes from a certain place. I don't care who you are. You could be. I don't care what you are, what you feel like you've uh, been through in your life. Everyone has been through hard times. I don't care if you got all the money in the world. Everyone's been through hard times. And what's hard to this person over here may not be hard to you. But guess what? Everybody got that in common. <laughs> oh, we've all had our hard times. And how we come out on the other end is all that matters. But we're talking about self-image. Because that plays a part. And I, I preach this all the time. Why is it so easy for somebody to say... It probably won't work or I probably won't get hired or this guy probably won't call me back. Why is it so easy? It's easier to say that than to say, oh, I know it's going to work. See, I'm that guy. I'm the guy that's always, yeah, it's going to work. It'll work. I am so, I just believe in my heart of hearts that if you want something bad enough and you focus on it, and you eat and sleep that that one thing, you'll get it. I asked somebody once about their habits, and I asked this um, friend of mine. I asked her. I said, "Why don't you ever feel like anything is gonna work out in your favor?" I said, "You always think negative. It's always, oh, I'm not gonna get that job. Well, why would they call me? You know how my luck is. Yeah, and I always tell her, just I always tell her the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I know it's not gonna work because you just said it's not gonna work. So I asked her. I said, why do you think? Why do you always say that? And her answer to me was sad. Her answer to me was because if I train myself to believe it's not going to work i don't have to be disappointed when it doesn't and oh wow that hit me like a ton of bricks and i thought that is sad that's sad and but guess what it's she's not alone if you don't believe me just go around and talk to different people or count how many negative things you hear in a day we're so conditioned and preconditioned to hear negativity that we desensitize to it and i think when you start getting desensitized to it to negativity you are doing you're really in trouble then because you've stopped being able to defend it or defend yourself against it when i hear negative stuff first thing i say in my mouth uh first thing i tell somebody when i hear something negative what you say that for you stay on over there with that negativity because I don't want I don't want that on my life. I don't want it. I don't want no parts of that. My life was hard enough. 
My life was hard enough. I don't need your negativity in my life too. And that's how you have to do it. And this is why I say we need to become selfish with our time, especially if majority of our time is spent around negative people. I'm, I mean, that just bothers me to my core. Whew, I'm telling you. Okay. So moving on. I'm sorry i went on a rant i was on my soapbox that's that's just near and dear to me self-image self-image is everything and i think those of you anyone out there that's dealing with self-image problems um start there start there find it in yourself because i know if you're dealing with a self-image problem i'm pretty sure you don't want to stay like that so i would say um start there why do you want to be successful and I believe in the heart of hearts, everyone wants to be successful. Everybody don't want to be rich. Everybody don't want to be famous, but everybody wants to be successful. Success looks different to everyone. Success, what's successful to me is, may not be successful to you, but you need to find out what your definitions of success is, not what the Kardashians or your buddy over here who drives a Benz or your your uh, your sister over here who just bought uh, a new uh, house in a high rise, bought an uh, apartment in a high rise, or there, you know, you we have to stop comparing ourselves to others and just decide once and for all what do we consider successful for us for our lives because that's all that matters. We don't die with anybody. So that's first. And then we should really, and I think this is personal too. I've always wanted to know what my God given purpose was. And I think everyone should want to also. I mean, other than that, life is really just empty. Um, I think, oh, I know, and I, man, I, right now, this is my God given purpose. And I know that. And I thank him for showing it to me and all my stubbornness. Um, and I just want to share that with everyone because I want to get everyone there too. But first we got to change that self-image. Okay. Now, now here's the benefits. Uh, and, and there's the benefits to, to concentrating on who you want to become. It's not the goal. It's who you want to become. And I can use a story Take me for instance I was dead broke I remember this I was dead broke When I say dead broke I mean I couldn't even rub two nickels together I probably Literally I probably had like Maybe ten dollars I didn't have bank account And again I used to read all the gossip magazines And different things of that nature And one thing I would notice about black athletes and rappers and uh, wealthy people, just successful people of what I considered back then was a success. The thing I noticed is that those who wasn't really born into it, when they did get it, get the wealth or get become successful, they didn't they didn't hold on to it. And a great example of that is Take a lottery person who wins the lottery. You and we've all read the stories. Person wins mega millions or the state lottery for 
300 million they revisit those people in four years they're dead broke they don't have two nickels to rub together and i studied those cases because i had you know god put it on me that i was meant to be more so i knew even though i was dead broke i wasn't meant to stay that way so but i take i go back to these people and i said they all had one thing in common they did not know they did not have a dream or even think that it was possible for them to one day walk into 300 million dollars so in a sense it was an accident at least they felt like it was an accident therefore when you don't prepare you can't take care of the blessing so i took these people and i thought about that and i said it hurts even worse when you end up with 300 million and four years later you're broke because look at all of all the useless things that you spent it on nothing was investing and it's even worse they didn't invest or they thought they was investing and it was a shady lawyer or it was a shady friend who knew this person who knew another person who had these stock options he could get you into and because you didn't have any investing um knowledge or you never really planned to have that much money you listened to any snake oil salesman that came along and i try to learn from other people's mistakes so i said you know what i'm gonna do i want to learn the stock market that's what i want to learn i'm gonna learn the stock market and i was really interested in this because i knew god put a vision in me that a dream that one day you sitting right here with two nickels or ten dollars one day you're not going to be like that but you need to figure out how you're going to keep it how are you going to keep it so i learned stocks i started so i started studying masters of the craft i, I started reading books on warren buffett um ben graham which is the guy who taught warren buffett then i started studying people all of the people that i looked up to that i said see the people that really inf i could, uh, that influenced me is anyone who came from nothing to something because that right there speaks to me like if you hit the lottery for 300 million you know that's great and all but that's not a story that really i gravitate to i like the rags to riches story so i would read books on them I would read books on um, <clears throat> Steve Jobs, a lot of the uh, athletes and a lot of the rappers, rather, where other people was buying their rap albums, I was buying their autobiographies. I was buying these and I was reading, I remember I read one on, um, it was a 400 page book on DMX and I saw where he came from and how he made it to where he was, but I also saw the things that kept him from going further so these are the things i did and i did this for like probably a solid five or six years and then one day i started i remember e-trade and you guys this probably dates me but e-trade i remember my first investment on e-trade was probably twenty dollars did i lose it yeah but it felt good because to me i was doing what wall street was doing so that was my goal uh, my goal was and my my whole goal was to become successful and to me was what success was was 
to be able to pay my own way, pay my own bills, have a car that's not going to get repossessed, uh, live in a house that I don't have to worry about um, them, the mortgage uh, defaulting and them putting me out on the street, uh, living in a house that had hot and cold running water and um, nice heat. That's what was a success to me Because it's, it's things like that I didn't have growing up We didn't even have a car in the house No one in the house had a car So being able to um, Having those things was important But also I wanted to get to a point where I could When I could Keep it And I don't know how many people In the world today Go to sleep at night With their minds on finances Finances break up more happy homes than anything And I've been there I've been there where you could barely sleep Because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring You know you don't make enough money Or you don't make any money And the little money that you do have You're surviving You're just surviving So that scared me more than anything Because that right there What I felt helpless Where I had to depend on someone else To feed me Or to put a roof over my head That's what real fear was to me So that's what my goal was I put my goal on I need to improve the man that I am first And to do that I need to educate myself I need to know What these successful people that I was looking up to know I need to know what they know And then I need to figure my roadmap My roadmap I had to get my roadmap down I can't Because sometimes the world will tell you Which direction to take And they'll tell you this is the only direction to take And I hate that I hate when someone tries to tell me This is the only route To this to get to this goal because I'm sorry everyone can't go to Yale everyone can't go to Harvard some people do start at the community colleges I did I did hell I, I barely graduated on time because I skipped school but once I started working on me believe it or not I started working on in, increasing my uh, financial education and then it's like God started moving pieces around. I started meeting different people. Different people started coming into my life. And this is totally off subject, but that's how I ended up in crypto. A guy that I know put me on crypto financial. And, and this is when I realized I had to switch gears. And because here's the thing, you can never stop learning, folks. You can never you should never stop learning. Even though I, I did all this learning in the stock market and reading all these different books, in came crypto. Now we got a whole nother animal. I'm like, dang. Guy told me about Bitcoin when it was like $300. He said, you need to get in this. I said, what is it? You know, they, you remember what I was telling you earlier about the questions? I said, what is it? What's a Bitcoin? He says, I don't really know. I can't really explain it, but I have 90 of them. Well, I still, I, I'm sorry, but to me, I was looking at it like, man, so you want me to put $300 into something and you don't even know what it is. He said, well, they say it's going to be $20,000 by the end of the year. It's going to reach that. Never reach that. 
I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blew it off. Long story short, he made millions. Seriously. God made millions. I was sick. But there was a lesson there because through that, through that, I started studying crypto. I said, let me find out what crypto is. And long story short, I am so glad that I did. But it changed who I am. Again, I focused on who I wanted to become. And that changed my negative habits. And that's the route I suggest everybody take. Find out what it is you want to do in life. And it's never too late. That's another thing. Don't let nobody tell you it's never. It's never too late. Decide what you want to become. Then ask yourself real reasons. Why? Now, I do believe that there's power in writing down your goals. I, I truly believe that. But I'm going to take it a little step further. And this is nothing new. This is really nothing new what I'm about to tell you. Write down the person you want to be. Meaning when you write, write in the now. But write if, if I'm, I'm successful, I have yada, 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 yada. But you may be seriously sleeping on the floor. But it's important that you write down the person through the eyes of the person you want to become. That's the power. That's the true power in it because that's the faith. That's the faith as small as a mustard seed. You can't see past you sleeping on somebody's floor right now, but you have enough faith in God or the universe or uh, whatever you believe in. You have the faith that this is temporary Because let me tell you We get selfish And I don't mean like selfish with your time We tend to get wrapped up And when I say we Ladies and gentlemen I'm talking about all of us You, you, you guys too We tend to get selfish and say Why am I going through this? Why do I deserve this? I work too hard to go through this But guess what? It's not always about you and I had to learn that Sometimes God allows us to go through things Not for us But for Someone else who's about to go through it And I know that's a fact Because I do it on a daily basis I can't tell you how many people have walked In the shoes that I've walked in That I now uplift Because I've been there Because who are you going to listen to first You're going to listen to somebody who's been there or are you going to listen to like you cannot can no one tell me that my business that I want to start is going to fail if they've never had a business. My question to them is you ever started the business. So how you know it's going to fail? Always question the doubters, question the doubters and you will see they will shut up. It's hard to tell me I can't do something I'm telling you that It is very I'm one of the hardest people to talk to Because I'm constant I don't listen to a lot of people Because people uh, try to They'll try to limit your goals They'll try to lower them And that's something we always have to be vigilant of And conscious of on a daily basis So Now I know what you guys are waiting for you want to know how to take all of this and incorporate it into your daily. One way 
you sh- and again, and I've discussed this part, reflect. You need to reflect on your core values and what is important to you. Not Sam, not Sally. What's important to you at the end of the day when it's all about you? What matters to you? Then you can start aligning your habits and your actions accordingly. Next, number two, you need to set realistic goals. I mean, every if you're trying to lose weight and you say, and you weigh 400 pounds, is it realistic to say by in two months, I want to weigh 150 pounds? Yeah, if you go on a starvation diet and if you have the energy to even make it that far. So be realistic. Be realistic. Like me, I was being realistic. I didn't have, think about it. I was reading investment in books, Warren Buffett and all of them, and I didn't have but $10. $10. And that's where you have to have the faith to look ahead and say, the challenges and problems that I'm going through today is not going to always be here. It's not. So set realistic goals. And be specific Write down Who you want to become And then align those values And then Ask yourself what do I want to achieve Then what you do is you break down Those little things into Smaller goals Like you know what I'm going to buy In two months I want to be in the loss 40 pounds And then be accountable Be accountable Ask people around you to make you accountable When you get ready to eat that Twinkie Or you know When you get ready to eat that Twinkie or Ding Dong If somebody around you that care about you say Tell me Remember my goals Then you need to create a plan And that comes back to what I told you Write it down That is important Create a schedule Now that's something even I work on still to this day I'm still I'm it, I work schedules in my head Uh Wifey She's a little bit different She'll write it down And actually Check them off as she go And I You know I admire that I would like to get to that point The most I'll do though I do put things on my um, Phone In my notes So I do that But you need to Have it to where you can see it On a daily Review it Excuse me You have to uh, And review it Review it daily Or weekly Whatever it takes But when you feel yourself To start slipping Get out those goals Or maybe Just maybe You need to think about your circumstances And say oh yeah I forgot I'm tired of living like this Start small Choose just one or two habits To focus on Again Maybe you have to change your diet Maybe Maybe you need to If you want to learn about crypto or stocks You know what Get on Amazon Buy Me I bought stocks for dummies Truly and I was a highlighting fool. I had a white, I had a uh, yellow highlighting, just highlighting every page. But I, and I would write that down. Now, I, now that's one thing I do. I take great notes. So I did that and I would always go back to it like, a, uh, like I was studying or something till it became like a conscious effort. Now it's, I have all of these habits, these financial habits of investing that are ingrained in me But it was not that simple This took over a decade for me It might not take that long for you Because again I was hard hit Now You want to go from there And you just again You want to build accountability Share your goals with others 
ask for their uh, support, especially if you got people in your life that really care about you. Remember, you start to differentiate differentiate between those that that's going to be negative in your life and those that's going to really give you true encouragement that you can trust. Anybody who's negative in your life, if they're that negative, I would hope, I would hope you don't keep them around. Celebrate your um, progress. Celebrate. All work and no play. We already, we already know how that ends. So celebrate. Like, if you're trying to lose weight or something, um, when you reach that first goal, go out and eat a Big Mac. Enjoy. Enjoy. Because if you don't, you nine times out of ten, you will give up. And that was the hardest thing for me. I'm, I wouldn't celebrate. I'm, I was constant on things and I would find that that was the main reason I would pull back on goals and then restart again. So, you know, I wouldn't get out my own way. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, you just got to remember changing habits take time. It really do. And take it from me. Oh, will it take some effort? It starts off easy in the beginning, like those people in the um, gym on New Year's. It starts off super easy. They may go for two weeks, but then guess what? They start getting feeling all this pain and and uh, soreness in places that they didn't even think they could feel soreness in. So, and then that's when they start pulling away. You know what? Next two days, I'm staying home. Then once I heal, then maybe I'll go back. Most of them never come back, ladies and gentlemen. And don't let that be you. You know, take small steps, small steps each day and just keep moving toward it. Um, so I would like to say my story of success is still being written. It really is. And I want to sh- continue. I want you guys. I want I want an audience that's going to grow with me and I want. I want you guys to share some of the things that you um, are going through as well. Some personal challenges that you have, whether it be self-image or just not having goals that are big enough. You have to dream bigger than you even think that you can achieve. You really do, because life is short. It truly is. Life is short. And it's even shorter when we don't feel like we have a purpose here. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I'm glad you guys stopped through the, the, uh, to talk about habits with me. And I really hope I really hope this hit home for a lot of you and um, you got some value out of it. Uh, I am an open book. I'm always up front. And honest And again I love all of you And Thank you for joining this Journey with me I'm out Woo As we come to the end of another fire episode I want to leave you with this thought There's no limit to what you can achieve in life If you focus On setting and working towards your goals So until next time Get out Master those challenges and make no doubt the future will be yours.